0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Wednesday. It is January 26th. It's 2022. We have 10 NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. And for the second straight day, filling in for Grant today, we got Eyes819. Keith Eister, what's happening, my friend?
1: Not much. Um, yeah, another massive slate coming off of a, a big nine-game slate on Tuesday night. So, uh I agreed to fill in and I was a little bit surprised to see the size of this one. I'm going to have a a bunch of teams on back-to-backs. Definitely makes for an interesting slate.
0: Yeah. I mean, Tuesday slate, I I had a lot of prize picks go right and like had a really good night on prize picks and on the DFS side of things. I, if you listen to the show yesterday, or if you listen to grinders live yesterday, I love the San Antonio Houston game. And I mean, we got 238 points, but it was a blowout. We didn't get any fourth quarter run. Um, Yaka Murray, they were crushing. And uh, I mean, it was just, it was setting up to be everything I wanted and then some, and then it just, I mean, it wasn't so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah it was tough.
0: 10 games, 10 games. Um, a lot of back-to-backs, not a ton of lines out. So fun early, um, first look podcast type deal so we get started here bucks and calves 216 and a half total bucks are a three and a half point favorite in this one uh looking at the injury reports because we do have them for both teams milwaukee grayson allen out he suspended brooke lopez out matthews out Giannis probable and then on the Cavs' side, Jared Allen is questionable. Markkanen, Rubio, and Sexton remain out. Uh, starting here with Milwaukee, I mean, almost full strength. Grayson Allen out. That's a few extra minutes for someone. What are your thoughts here on Milwaukee? Yeah,
1: pretty much full strength and a really tough matchup against Cleveland. They've, they've just played awesome defense um, with their size in the front court. Um, have Have played slower, too, so... Um, I don't know that I have a ton of interest in Milwaukee first game of the night, depending on what kind of news we're we're waiting on, um, might make sense just to, to stay away from this one in general. Um, Giannis is probable. So we expect him back in this one that, that takes Middleton out for sure. Drew at 78. I don't know. I I don't love that price tag on him with the bucks at full strength. So it's probably Giannis. And I don't know how, if, if I'm going to get too much Giannis even.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't hate Giannis on any slate. I don't know if this is the slate that, like, I pay up for him. I, I think this is going to be a good competitive basketball game, and those are always the games that I like to play. Giannis in, Middleton's too expensive. I I think Drew is a little too pricey as well. Like, he'll have those 50-point games from time to time, but I don't think he's going to go for, like, 60, 70 here and, like, break the slate so for me on milwaukee it's probably Giannis, and that's it and then on the cleveland side of things garland is 9400 yeah he's the usage guy but that's such a tough price tag now if Allen sits evan mobley probably plays a ton of minutes here but he's 8100 so my biggest problem with cleveland is just pricing in general kevin loves 6k He played 24 minutes the other night. He was absolutely crushing. They just didn't let him have extra minutes. So, (laughs) I mean, for me on Cleveland, I'm probably out. I'm probably out on this game outside of maybe getting some exposure to Giannis.
1: Yep, I I agree with you. Um, Just don't like the pricing on Cleveland here. Um, Kevin Love, I think, is the one just as if if that 6K salary happens to fit as a last piece or something like that. The ceiling is tough because he seems to be capped at 25 minutes is like his absolute max. Um, but he he can score some fantasy points in a hurry. So maybe if he fits in a lineup, probably won't need it on a on a big slate though.
0: Charlotte at Indiana taking on the Pacers 225 and a half total here. Charlotte is a two-point favorite. They are on the second end of a back-to-back. So we will not have uh, an injury report for them. Uh Gordon Hayward didn't play Tuesday, dealing with a foot injury. We'll see if it was like foot or if it's we are sitting him out on the first end of a back-to-back type of thing. On the Pacers' side, Brogdon, McConnell, Sabonis, Turner, and Warren are out. Let's start here with Charlotte. Second end of a back-to-back, but a lot better matchup with all of these Pacers out. What do you like here for Charlotte?
1: Yeah, Charlotte's tough to play. I mean, I, I always love targeting their games because they play fast and, and they're bad on defense. Um, so I'm always looking for runbacks on Charlotte and the pricing on them is difficult. Um, LaMelo is the one I would go to first, but there's that that problem with him being capped at like a a max of 35 minutes. So it's difficult for him to really post a ceiling. Um, Bridges, I I don't mind. He's another difficult one to figure out. I just, I don't really love anything on Charlotte, but I want to target this game. So it's another situation where I'll probably play some plays that feel uncomfortable at these prices and just hope that I find a ceiling somewhere and, and LaMelo and Bridges are the two that I'm I'll be looking to do it with.
0: I like Washington. I liked him yesterday. He got ejected super early in the game. I think he played like three or four minutes um, well-rested for this game. That's how I look at it. Um, gla- glass kind of half full type of person. So, I mean, I think this is a good spot for PJ Washington at 4,700. You know, like I said, he's going to be well-rested for this game and um, has the opportunity to do well, especially if Hayward doesn't play. On the Pacers' side, I mean, Lavert 8,600. It might not be enough. <laughs> like, I, I mean, this is a great matchup. Uh, bits stays, got into foul trouble. I think we could go back to the well on him in this matchup. Like, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Foul trouble is going to happen. You can't really predict it. Um, and, and then, like, I don't mind... Duarte, but I think he's a little pricey. I think he's someone that you could potentially not play here. And um, I think O'Shea Brissett, did he play 33 minutes the other night because Fitzday's got in foul trouble? I think that's the biggest question, Mark, you got to kind of answer here. Yeah, I do
1: think Brissett got a little bit of extra run because of Goga's foul trouble for sure. So um, I'm worried about the minutes for him. Um, LaVert, this is a great matchup for him. Uh, with Brogdon out, he should be running the offense. Um, 8600 feels like a, a high price tag on him, but I think that the ceiling is, is there in this matchup. Uh, so I do like him. Agree, Duarte's a little bit pricey. And Goga, I, I don't know what to do with. He, if he's in the 4Ks, he's a great play. At 6K, 6 k 6500 it's a little bit more difficult for him to pay that price tag off. Um, so I am a little bit concerned with him. Uh, great matchup, obviously. He can certainly do it, but I probably won't have a, a ton of him.
0: L.A. Clippers, Orlando Magic, two ten total here. Pick'em game. That just tells you how bad the Clippers are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clippers on the second end of a back-to-back, so we won't have an injury report for them. Um, I mean, Marcus Morris didn't play on Tuesday, so I mean that's something we're kind of watching here. And, uh, I mean, looking at the Magic side, Mo Bamba is questionable. He's dealing with an ankle sprain. Carter Williams, Fultz, Hampton, Isaac, Moore remain out. So, I mean, looking at the Clippers' side of this game, first, they, I mean, the Wizards game on Tuesday, the Clippers and the Wizards, you know, we saw big games from Luke Kennard and Amir Coffey. Um, Hartstein, I think was another guy that had a really, really solid game. Zoo box minutes just kind of disappeared. Um, that happens so often. It seems, what are your thoughts here on the Clippers?
1: Yeah, the, that, that came last night. was insane. They were down over 30 points and came back yep. and won, uh, just crazy, crazy. Um, but I don't know who to target. Like they completely changed the rotation in the second half. Like they, they started the second half with a whole new, um, like, they just changed it up. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember exactly um, who sat for him. Uh, Zubach, for sure, I think. But I, I just – I'm uncomfortable with what they're going to do with the rotation here, and that makes it really difficult to play them. It's obviously a great matchup against Orlando. Um, Reggie maybe would be the guy, but I I don't know. I, I definitely need to see a starting lineup to know what to do with it. Um, Coffee's price is coming up, so that that's difficult, as he hasn't, like, traditionally been a high – high fantasy point producer. Um, Just, I don't know, really don't know what to do with the Clippers here.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Morris sits again, I think Luke Kennard and Amir Coffey are two guys you could play again. Hartstein, I mean, I think that's a super chase-risk type of thing. Terrence Mann, he was was inserted in the starting lineup, right? I thought I remember reading that. So, I mean, those three guys, I think guys that – even on the second end of a back to back, you can play in a good matchup here against my Orlando magic. And then, I mean, on the magic side of things, if Mo Bama sits, it obviously opens up a little bit for Wendell Carter jr. I think this is a good spot for him. I don't mind Anthony or Suggs in this game. It's a good matchup. The Clippers don't play hardly any defense whatsoever right now. Um, what are your thoughts on the magic?
1: Yeah, I think Suggs is the guy I prefer here. Um, Anthony's been struggling lately, ever since Suggs returned, and it's it's Suggs who's been more consistent. He's he's lower priced, uh, so I think that's where I would look first. Carter Jr. I think you definitely need Bamba out to be able to play him at that price. Sixty eight hundred feels like too much for him. Um, it is a good matchup though, so uh, if Bamba's out, I think you can get to him a little bit. Um, Franz at fifty two hundred, I think I think that's a fair price for him. Um, good matchup against the Clippers. I'll I'll sprinkle them in a little bit, but not, not one of my favorite games here.
0: Sacramento at Atlanta. 233 total here, Atlanta, eight point favorite, the Kings second end of a back to back. I know I've said that a lot, but (laughs) that's what we're looking at a lot on this slate. Uh, Deandre Hunter is questionable and TLC is questionable, uh, for Atlanta. So pretty, pretty healthy. Um, I mean Terrence Davis got hurt so that's something we're gonna have to monitor here for Sacramento Um, Fox and Metu ended up not playing on Tuesday I mean the Kings could be very shorthanded at guard here I think this is depending on Davis and Fox and Metu you know we're potentially looking at Halliburton we're potentially looking at you know, Barnes in this game. Um, what are your thoughts on the Kings?
1: Yeah, the, the Kings are, are really bad. They scored 75 points in that game. Just,
0: That's I mean, just... absolutely. Like, that was one of the reasons why we didn't love the Celtics. Robert Williams had an a, a, a insane game, but, I mean, yeah, just it's so tough right now to trust any of these guys. Yeah, um,
1: I, obviously, dependent upon what happens with Fox and Davis, um, if both of those guys are in, I, this is a good matchup against Atlanta, so I'm I'm trying to find some things I like here. I'm going to go back to Halliburton. I know he struggled mightily in that blowout; didn't get his full run. Um, he only played 27 minutes uh, in that game, so he, he he should be ready to go for a full his full allotment of minutes in this one. I do like Halliburton, and then if Davis misses, I think Davion Mitchell is a guy you can look at at 4400. Um, not a high per minutes guy, but he should be out there for. I'm probably approaching 30 minutes if, if Terrence Davis were to miss.
0: Oh, got to love it, right? What are your yeah. thoughts on Atlanta on the other side of this game?
1: Um, great matchup for Atlanta, so definitely want some exposure here. Um, Trey Young is, is priced up at 10-4, but uh, I think he can find a ceiling uh, with this great matchup against a really bad Kings team. He's the one that I'll look to first. Um, Capella has been on a minutes restriction haven't seen him over 30 minutes and since he's returned. So unless we get news that he's a full go, I I think you have to avoid him for now. Um, Collins at, at seven K is interesting. Um, like I said, I, I love this matchup. I'm going to try to find some exposure to Atlanta. I don't see anything really below that, um, Let's Herder at forty seven hundred. I I guess you could take some shots as, on him as a value play. Um, outside of that, I probably won't chase any other values.
0: New York at Miami, two oh one total here. Heat uh, six and a half point favorite. On the New York side, I mean nerland's Noel and Mitchell Robinson are both questionable. Derek Rose is out, and then for the Heat. Kyle Lowry is out. Markeith Morris and Victor Oladipo remain out as well. I mean, this is going to be a slow-paced, good defensive game. And, I mean, looking at the Knicks side, is Barrett just finally to the point where he's too expensive for a a slow matchup like this?
1: Yeah, I think he is. uh, He's been playing really well, but uh, Miami's great on defense. Uh, Jimmy Butler should should get the matchup with Jimmy Butler. So tough spot for RJ Barrett Um, with that price coming up. Don't think I can go there. Um, Really no interest in the Knicks at all. Kemba coming back kind of takes away like Alec Burks is too expensive now. Um, Fournier, I I don't love that price either. Um, So just not really much to love on the Knicks here.
0: I don't love this game. Uh, Like even on the Heat side, I don't even love the Miami side. I, I think if you're playing anybody, it's probably Bam. I mean, I guess Butler 8,500 is kind of a discount if he has, like, a ceiling game compared to some other studs on this slate. But, I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I do like Jimmy. Um, with Kyle Lowry out, he he handles the ball a little bit more. I, I think Hero is going to be back for this one. Um, so he may not handle it quite as much as he did in the last one. It is a tough matchup, but I, I agree. 8,500 feels a little bit too cheap, especially um, with Kyle Lowry out.
0: We're moving on quick. Denver at Brooklyn. Both of these teams on a back to back. We don't have any line. There was a line that came out and then like it moved so fast. And I mean, I'm seeing anything from like 217 to 222 to 227. So we're just going to say no line. We don't have any injury reports here. We know Kyrie won't play in this game. We know Kevin Durant won't play in this game. And then on the Denver side, Will Barton, I think, is the biggest question mark. Like, that kind of popped up out of nowhere on Tuesday. Um, I mean, Jokic. Jokic and Harden. Like, the two studs are... You're just hoping that you kind of get enough value to be able to play, I think, both of these guys. We saw James Harden. Monster game. Just like we kind of all expected against the Lakers. They lost by 10. It was a low-scoring game. And James Harden still scored 73 fantasy points. He almost combined for more fantasy points than the whole starting five put together.
1: <laughs> yeah. harden's just insane. When, whenever the other two stars are out, he just gets all the usage. So he's going to be one of the top plays for sure. Um, on the Denver side, it's, it's always pretty much for me, just Jokic, um, Monte Morris at 4,600 is a fair price tag. If you want to chase that hope he gets hot shooting from beyond the arc, he could, he could find a ceiling, um, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll play Barton even even if he's in there. Fifty seven hundred is a is a fair price tag. Just don't love the ceiling for him. So pretty much Jokic only on Denver for me.
0: Uh, yeah, I just I don't know, man. I I for me in this game, just in general, it's Jokic Harden.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I I absolutely love that. It's probably going to be pretty jockey, but uh, just immense ceiling there.
0: I mean, okay, I'll I'll even throw out maybe Jeff Green. Sure, you could play Jeff Green on DraftKings at his price. But overall, like, I, I mean, I'm not playing Claxton. I'm not really. I'm not playing any of these guys. Like, I'm I'm playing Harden. I'm playing Jokic and maybe a little Jeff Green. And that's really it. And Jeff Green is really only if Barton sits again.
1: Yeah, I, oh. I don't have really any. Patty Mills is somebody I, I chased on Tuesday night. Um, he didn't do
0: did I don't do even think ton. he was like, chasing. It was just more of like, what do you score? Like 20 actual points and like 22 fantasy points or something like that? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I think he had 15 points, but yeah, he only had yeah. 20, 21 fantasy points. Um, just you Harden just gets all of the usage. Like you figure somebody on this Nets team has to do something besides Harden, but it, it just isn't the case.
0: All right, Toronto at Chicago. 210 total here. Bulls, nine and a half point favorite. Toronto, second end of a back to back. Chicago side, ball is out. Caruso is out. Jarek Jones Jr. is out. And Patrick Williams still out. So, I mean, the Toronto side, I think the biggest question mark is Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> like the knee injury out of nowhere. Barnes the wrist injury out of nowhere are these guys going to be back or not because if they're not back let's just let's just be honest if they're not back we're likely going to see a a blowout I know Toronto beat Charlotte yesterday we saw big games from Gary Trent big games from OG big game from Siakam and sure you could play these guys in DFS again Uh, and like I have no problem with that I mean, Gary Trent shot the ball 21 times, shot 10 three-pointers. Um, I mean, for me, it's really going to come down to is Van Vliet, is Barnes playing. If not, man, uh, those three guys lock and load again. And, and Batten as well at his really cheap price tag.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's the, the big minutes, guys, for sure. Like, you know Siakam's going to be out there for near near 40 minutes. Um, and I think that's the case even if Van Vliet is in there. Uh, but, yeah, if those two guys miss again, it's, it's going to be lock and load Toronto for sure. Um, if they're back in there, it's, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, I don't know how I feel about Chicago's defense. With, with Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso out, two of their top defenders, um, and Derek Jones is also injured now as well. So um, Chicago's missing some bodies. I don't think it's as tough of a matchup as, as Chicago has been this season um, with those, those three guys specifically missing. Um, so, I, I do have interest in Toronto and just keeping an eye on the injury situation. Um, I, I don't know if, if Van Vliet is actually injured or if it was we're resting him on the front end of a back to back. So, definitely going to have to dig into some news and, and try to figure that one out.
0: You never know, right? And then on the Chicago side, I mean, Vooch, Levine, DeRozan are all healthy. You worry about a blowout in this game. Kobe, Cody White's price is just $7,300. DeSamo is $6,300. Like, this might just be one of the spots I'm out on the Bulls.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've seen ceilings from from DeRozan and Levine so much. I think they're fairly priced in the eight, in the low 8Ks here. Um Derozan got a, a little bit of a p- price decrease because he sat uh, in the last game. Um, he was up around nine k, and now he's just eighty two hundred. And Levine is still just just came back, obviously. So I feel like both of those prices are are just a little bit too cheap, and and it's really hard to say which one it's going to be. But I feel like one of them is is definitely paying it off. Yeah.
0: It's. I mean, if you're running 150, you could probably split some ownership between, like, Vooch, Levine, and DeRozan. More Levine and DeRozan for me than Vooch. More of just, like, 96 or Vooch. He's going to have to have, like, what he did against the Thunder the other night. Blocks, assists, rebounds, 26 actual points. So, you know, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm out on Vooch. Um, Just center spots are too valuable, and 9,600, I I don't want to pay that for him.
0: Memphis at San Antonio, 227.5 total. Memphis is a three-point favorite. We know the Spurs, second end of a back-to-back. Kyle Anderson out, Dylan Brooks out, Tyus Jones out, Brandon Clark and Desmond Bain, both questionable. We'll start with Memphis. I mean, San Antonio, they're on the second end of a back-to-back, but they didn't have to play the fourth quarter. Um, they really didn't even need to play the third quarter if they didn't want to. Um, what are your thoughts here on Memphis.
1: Um, depends. Uh, I don't know if Bain is going to come back. He did get cleared from protocols, but we've seen teams, um, give them like conditioning games off as soon as they come back. So, I mean, that matters for me. Um, I, am not sure how much job I'm going to get to, uh, obviously with Harden and Jokic, um, I would prefer to pay up for them. Obviously Morant can do it anytime. Um, probably going to be low owned here makes for a great tournament play. But um, I don't see myself having a ton of exposure there. If Bain is back, hard to say how many minutes he's going to play, whether he gets full run or not. So I'll probably have to see it from him first. Uh, Triple J, I don't 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 foresee myself rostering him uh, on a big slate, just not somebody I, I like to chase with his foul issues. Um, so a little bit of Morant outside of that, I, I don't have a ton of interest in Memphis.
0: I have interest in Memphis because I have interest in San Antonio. So, like, I'm going back to the well in the Spurs. They're a team, like, you know, like, DraftKings FanDuel send out that thing every year where they're like, oh, you played this team this much? Like, I am 100% going to have, like, the Spurs be like, oh, you played this? Yeah, I played the Spurs a lot this year. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, when you're looking at, just being different on a large field tournament and going like Morant and Murray in this game. I mean, you could get 120 plus fantasy points and you're probably not getting harder than Jokic. So your lineup is way different. So, I mean, just looking at a potential game stack, I want to see Bain and Clark out. If they're out, I mean, you could play Melton at 4,700. You could play triple J Definitely going to come down to some injury news here. Steven Adams, 4,500. He's been playing solid minutes. This is not a a terrible matchup against um, Jakob Podol, so don't hate him. And then, like I said, man, I like Murray and Podol a lot in this game, going back to the well. DeJounte, both of these guys were just cruising. They were going to have really, really good games if the game stayed close and it didn't. It happens. Um, So I, I do like this spot.
1: Yeah, I do as well. Murray is somebody I played a ton as well. Um, yeah, I, th- I think you pretty much covered it. I, Vassal is somebody who who had a really good game. Um, I think he got a little bit of extra run because of the blowout, so I probably won't won't chase that. Um, pretty much just Dejounte for me.
0: All right, cruising along here. Phoenix at Utah. 220 and a half total here. Sun's a four point favorite. Uh, Rudy Gobert out, Donovan Mitchell out. And then, I mean, right now, Donovan Mitchell's out. It's concussion protocol. He could pass the concussion protocol during the day. Um, on the Phoenix side, Ayton, Crowder, Kaminsky, McGee, Nader, Payne, and Sarge out. I, I mean, starting with Phoenix, no Ayton. No Rudy Gobert, no McGee. We, we're loading up Bismack Biombo, right? 5,500. You get a lot of value from center in this game, like Whiteside and Biombo, opposite sides, but both very good value plays. Um, Cam Johnson should play a boatload of minutes in this game. Talk to me here about Phoenix.
1: Yeah, Biombo is, is definitely a target. Um, dude has just been producing at an extremely high level per minute. Um, and he should be in, in line for his highest minute total of the season with McGee out. So that, that was kind of the issue. I mean, I've played him quite a bit, even with McGee in there, just realizing that he was kind of taking over that, taking some, some minutes from McGee. He was closing games for McGee. Um, with McGee out now, uh, Biambo should be, should be in line for 30 minutes here. 5,500 is still too cheap for, for what he's going to produce per minute. Uh, I, I like taking shots on Booker. Uh, as well, uh, 9700 is is really pricey. Um, you t- think about Utah as a really tough matchup, but without Gobert and Mitchell, I'm not sure how tough it's going to be. Obviously, they still have some some good perimeter defenders, but um, I, I think this is a better matchup than than it appears uh, with those two stars missing. So uh, I, I want to have some exposure here to. Bianbo for sure, just as, as like a top play on the slate. And then, then Booker as a tournament play, um, pricey option, but I think he can find a ceiling here.
0: Uh, Utah side. I mean, no Rudy Gobert, no Donovan Mitchell, the two biggest usage players on the team, um, out Mike Conley 7,200. It's, I think it's a little too much. I think they adjusted it too much. Um, I think if you're paying for someone, you're probably playing paying for Clarkson. But Whiteside's my favorite play from Utah. Um, him and Joe Ingles, like, love the jingles when Mitchell's out. But even Joe Ingles' price is like, eh.
1: yeah, Ingles is priced up to five k now. So I'm I'm struggling to get there on him. We were he was in the mid threes when we were playing him before when Mitchell was out. Um, Bogdanovich is somebody who's played really well. Um, He's a little bit cheaper than Clarkson. I think I like him slightly more than Clarkson. Agree with you on Conley. He's he's too pricey, um, and like he just hasn't shown a ton this year. Um, getting up there in age, um, so I I think I prefer Bogdanovich over anybody outside of Whiteside.
0: Yeah, um, who knows? Right, Dallas at Portland is where we. Finish up, no total in this game. No injury reports. Both these teams on second ends of a back-to-back. I'm assuming that Lillard, Nance won't play. Um, Who knows what Dallas will do here on the second end of a back-to-back. That game is still going. Warriors are kind of cruising. Um, What are your thoughts here on Dallas?
1: Yeah, great matchup with Portland, obviously. Um, Another thing to note, like – Tim Hardaway Jr. left that that game against Golden State uh, early with a, a pretty bad knee injury. It looked like he was he was helped to the locker room, didn't put any weight on it. So, I don't think Hardaway is going to be in there for this one. Porzingis has traditionally rested on the second half of back to backs, so we might see a really thin Dallas team uh, with a great matchup against Portland. Um, I, I don't know. We're going to have to see. It's the last game of the night, obviously. Only only Utah Phoenix is in this t- same time slot and there's an hour and a half break before the other, other games have tipped off. So definitely an interesting dynamic to the slate here. Um, but I do have, I have a ton of interest in Dallas. Um, Luca, I think is in a great spot. If there's uncertainty around their in- injury situation, you might end up getting him lower owned um, because of, of Harden and, and um, Jokic being guys, we certainly want to play early. Maybe Donchick fly- flies under the, the radar a little bit and then Porzingis sends up Ruled out, and you have Doncic just with all the usage in a great matchup. So, I'll I'll be building lineups with Doncic no matter what kind of injury news we get. Um, he's a great play for tournaments. Uh, I think you can look at some value here for Dallas too. Uh, Finney Smith is somebody who should get a little bit of extra run with no Hardaway. Uh, and again, I'm just assuming that Hardaway is not playing because of how bad that injury looked. Um, but Kleba is is 3600 um, and. At Brunson at fifty seven hundred. I mean, this is this is a good matchup. So depending on what they do with Porzingis, I have a ton of interest in Dallas here.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Porzingis sits, I have a ton of interest in Luca. Even if Porzingis doesn't um, sit, you know, if Hardaway ends up not playing, you know, Luca very much in play against Portland here, especially with no Lillard. Um, I mean, on the Portland side, CJ McCollum seventy three hundred. I think he's always playable in tournaments this is a guy that can consistently put up 40 fantasy points and he's probably a thousand dollars too cheap on DraftKings. this is one of the cheaper price tags you know me i don't love shooters on the second end of a back-to-back but i also think that like they're at home they played at home yesterday it's definitely a nice little you know non road trip type of thing so i don't mind cj mccollum I don't mind little and I don't mind Nurkic, but overall it's more of like a game stack game. I think, I don't think this is a game that like, I'll be playing pieces from outside of game stacks.
1: Yeah. McCollum is definitely too cheap. I I think you could play McCollum either way, but outside of him, I I tend to agree with you. Um, I want to run my Lucas shares back with somebody on Portland here. Um, McCollum probably grabs quite a bit of ownership. Simon's is, is having a really good game right now as we record this, and so is Nasir Little. So um, I don't mind uh, chasing either of those guys. Um, Simon's price tag just feels uncomfortable at 7K. And, I I mean, even even if he goes off towards the end of this game here um, and puts up a big score, I, I'm not sure how many people will go back to him. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, j- I have a lot of interest in, in Luka, and, and for that reason, I'm going to play quite a bit of Portland as well.
0: All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who's your chief either day?
1: Um, let's see here. I didn't mention him when we talked about the game, but in Indiana has a ton of pieces out. Dwayne Washington played really well uh, in that last game. He, he did it in, in only 23 minutes. Um Brogdon's going to be out again. He should get some run in this one. I like Dwayne Washington at 3,100. Um, now, obviously, with the Dallas stuff that we just talked about, maybe there's going to be some lot, a, a lot better value later on. Um, but I'll go with Washington for now.
0: For what it's worth, Hayes yesterday got there by 0. 0.5. Uh, nailed it! Uh, <laughs> uh, all joking aside, I struggle with this one today because – we're waiting on so much news with so many back-to-backs. Like, tomorrow is going to be like a content nightmare. I'm already, like, dreading doing content tomorrow because it's just going to be an absolute nightmare. Um, So, I I mean, so much can change. But right now, assuming Morris doesn't play, I'm going to go Luke Kennard, 4,200, going up against Orlando Magic. Um, That's what I got. Over eight k to go under five x. Who's your bust today.
1: Um, talked about that tough mo- matchup for Milwaukee. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Giannis up there at 11 eight. Um, I don't I don't think he has a ceiling performance here. He falls just short.
0: Yeah, I think I think I gotta go Trey Young. I just don't see this game staying close if everyone gets ruled out for Sacramento so I mean obviously it depends a lot on the Sacramento guys but right now I just don't see this game staying close enough where I love it uh who's your favorite 6x play today
1: uh I'm gonna go with DeRozan here um he should be well rested he took the last game off um Levine back I think he's gonna be pretty low owned um, and that matchup against Toronto has been been rough on defense. If we get Scotty Barnes and Fred VanVleet out, then it's an even better matchup. Um, I like this spot for DeRozan.
0: Again, like if I knew some injury news and stuff, but it's so hard. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go some Whiteside because we know Gobert is already out and he should play 33 to 35 minutes in this game. Could get a double-double. I, I like his chances to go over 40 fantasy points in this matchup, um, especially no eight and two. So, like, it, it's going to be a good matchup for Whiteside. So, I'll go with him. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. I mean, where's a, there's so many different ways that you can go today. Um, there's going to be a lot of low-end plays just because of the slate. What are, your, what are your thoughts on your let's get weird GPP play of the day?
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking the angle of Dallas being the late game here. Um, that Hardaway Jr. injury, I'm not sure if we'll have the news. I mean, it, it might be severe enough. We know he's out first thing in the morning or even later after we record this. But as of right now, we don't know for sure what's going on with Hardaway. I'm, I'm going to look to some weird value here for Dallas. Um, I think Finney Smith will get a little bit of ownership. Uh, so give me Maxi Kleba.
0: I like it. I'm going to go John Morant. Uh, again, I like the stack of Morant. Murray, don't think anybody's really going to do that. And if I get it right, then I could take down a tournament. So that's what I'm going to go with today. So like there's no bet standing out to me just because so many of these lines are so different everywhere. Is there anything standing out to you here?
1: So I looked before we jumped on here and um, it was in the, the Brooklyn game, uh, the Denver Brooklyn game. I saw the line at one and a half. Is that like that line just seemed really weird. I, mean, I know Denver's on a back to back and they're going on the road. But I mean, Brooklyn without Durant and Kyrie, that seemed too close. Um, that that may have moved since I look at it, looked at it though.
0: Yeah. I, honestly, I was just trying to to find something like if I, the Magic are so bad that I'd probably take Clippers money line, just because it's a pick'em game right now. Um, but that that's really it um hawks minus seven and a half in a couple places i think is not a bad bet assuming that like some of these um kings sit out so I like any... the
1: t- oh go ahead. i like the total in uh charlotte indiana sitting at, at 225 um brogdon a pretty significant or pretty decent defender um charlotte we we know about their struggles on defense so i like the total on that one to, to go over
0: all right um yeah that's it man we're gonna get out of here any final thoughts big
1: slate you know there's gonna be be a time i mean i'm just sitting <laughs> here and i'm just like
0: going go, just i'm like thinking about doing content tomorrow and it's just like
1: are you on expert survey
0: oh uh, no luckily i'm not because <laughs> it, it, expert survey is one of those things like if you read expert survey when it gets posted around like two, three o'clock Eastern, you probably wanna want to check it again at like six thirty Eastern because it's probably for gonna sure. change a lot. Um yeah, this is I'm one in of those that days channel, you're... so I'll be watching everyone, you know, post about that.
1: For sure. It's one of those days you're probably gonna have to do the survey two or three times.
0: I mean <laughs> I have um I have I have uh value tag, so I'm gonna be busy tomorrow, that's for sure. So Keith, always a pleasure. Thanks for filling in for Grant. We'll be back tomorrow talking basketball and football after a nine-game slate and a 10-game slate. There's only a two-game NBA slate. We're going to talk about two football games this weekend. They should be fantastic, but not as good as the last four last weekend. uh, That's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone has an awesome Wednesday. Good luck. We'll see you then.